Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And, uh, so it's a good news, bad news situation. We have brand new microphones here in the studio, so... Woo! Uh, if Audacity won't crash again, uh, then we have an entirely uh, new sound. And, you know, I bought some pop filters with it, but I figured, you know, why don't we all just wear pop filters on our face? Yeah, Ooh, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so with Omicron, we are masked <laughs> up in the studio. Uh, we're all double, triple vax. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All three. We've taken all... Uh, and the flu. And, yes. Ooh. We've yeah, taken all precautions, <laughs> but out of an abundance of caution since we exist out in the world that is not on fire so much as just slowly rotting away. Yeah. When we're here, we're, <laughs> we're, we're covering it up. It's the grossest cesspool I have ever navigated. It's both all parts yeah. of it are on fire, parts of it are actively like a sinkhole situation. Yeah, yeah, every bad thing you can imagine. It's like it already was on fire. It already burned to the ground, but we never cleaned it up. So now it's just rotting yeah. underneath, and there's stuff Sometimes growing. You turn over some stuff, and there's obviously still embers. We're, and you're like, how did that happen? We're perpetually doing lines of ash. <laughs> <laughs> I said, God damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I have now, I'm so superstitious because that's an effect. Yeah. I mean, I was superstitious before. Now I'm very, like, I'm keeping my fingers crossed just for audacity. Yep. And they will be like this until we're done recording. <laughs> it's fine. I don't And it's a long yes. recording day. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> this week, your away team will be discussing uh, season one, episode eight of The Next Generation, The Battle. And season one, episode nine, Hide and Q, the second appearance of John Delancey as Q. I think for the first time ever, we have not had a guest uh, in almost no. two years of doing this show. Uh-huh. We have a guest. Uh, I think Eris <gasps> is Wait. uniquely qualified to. Okay. Uh, I do would the, like uh, to present to you CJ. The person that I somehow talked into marrying me. <laughs> I, I don't know how that happened, but I have also forced him to watch these two episodes, so he is... Qualified to be on the show? Yeah. These are the first two episodes of Star Trek he has ever witnessed. Oh my goodness. In full. I've seen bits and pieces. <laughs> yeah, and, he's and been obviously, on And obviously cultural osmosis is a thing. Sure. Yes. This, yeah. so this is Wait, is point. he an acting ensign? Is that his I guess, title? I guess okay. that would be... Yeah, okay. he, well, he's my baby! <laughs> I, do need, I do need a cool like rainbow striped shirt. Yes. <laughs> I actually... like Laura bought me a shirt that's kind of in that vein. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to point out that he's our first guest of the Star Trek podcast. He was our first guest of As the Myth Turns. Oh. Yes. I talked about yeah. vampires. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, know, I know a few things about vampires. Yeah. Ooh, he played one on TV or radio, too. Uh, ra- yeah. 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 These episodes are not about vampires. <laughs> Sadly. No, they are not. Will they ever I'm be? sure there will be. <laughs> Space vampires? I feel like that's... I don't think so. We had salt vampires in the, in salt the original vampires series. In the series. There's a Scottish sex candle that ah. saps the energy of... 
women. Sex okay. vampire. Okay. That, that, yeah. that seems <laughs> vaguely vampiric. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Seems but, like more like a, a vampire spell mod that like you apply s- to an object. I'm oh. thinking like, succubus. Or that! Oh, yeah. okay. No, no, no. I think, but, I think that's closer. Uh, he feeds on women, though, so would that make it... Incubus. Incubus. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, well, that, that episode top is and a bottom. wild trip. It is. Technically, succubus and incubus just top and bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Incubus means like on top of the succubus means on below. Succubus sucks. Yeah. Incubus. And then there's like Inkst. a dike <laughs> A dike dike fist or something like that. It's like literally like the switch. switch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, let's just go through the whole kink yeah. <laughs> spectrum here for demons. So the Netflix description of this episode of the battle. <laughs> the, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on, wait a second. I don't think we can just blow past it. <laughs> You do you you're trying to discuss the hierarchy of sex demons? Yes, <laughs> it exists. I mean, <laughs> there's a pecking order. You Z, met me. Z, yeah. as, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> as humans, we categorize things. That's true. And sometimes the things we categorize are, are sex demons. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you have to take your sixty-four crayola crayon set and put them in order. Like sometimes you just gotta. Why you're... not with demons? <laughs> That's not 64 crowns, though. It's 69. How did you know that? I always thought it was 64 pack. Oh, my God. I need to, like, go home and check that now. I'm, like, very... It hurts me. No, I think, I think it is 64. I was just... Okay. Like, it was... It, it was... It was, it was you just, said it so confidently. It was a funny sex number. Nice. Yeah. The battle is about... <laughs> Listen, I've got some sex Look, comments so, about the battle, too. Right there, yeah. Picard would be so proud of us right now. Yeah. I'm just saying. The Netflix description uh, is, after waiting for a response to their whole, to their hails for three days, Captain Picard finds that the Ferengi have discovered the Stargazer, his old ship. Aww. Which is okay. Yeah. I, yeah. A serviceable description. There's not a, there's not a weird moment in that description. And yeah. sometimes Netflix will go with a weird description. Right, yeah. yeah. I like this episode a lot. It yeah. was all right, yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's a much better Ferengi episode than the last yes. outpost. Yeah, I would agree yes. for yes. sure. Yeah. Relative of, of better, you know, right. like it is better from a contextual thing, but the yeah. Ferengi were still not great. Yeah. This is this is the one where Riker kind of bonds a little with the Ferengi first officer, yeah. right? Yeah, because first officer to first officer, yeah, your captain's messed up, right? Yeah, you're <laughs> like I am not comfortable talking about my boss like that. <laughs> this is this is not. Not a thing that we do. But I, I like that no. moment between them. Like oh, no. That, that part I appreciate a lot. Like, yeah. He's like, you and know, he, we, we both know what this job really is like. Because put his, like, put himself out there with the whole, like, we have confined him for yeah. unprofitable event- right. adventure. He's like, living up to his cultural... Yeah, and like, this yeah. is a federation matter. We're handling our end of it. Good luck. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, he he did put himself out there for that. It's very cool to watch as someone who hasn't watched because I did. She did. She did, did give me a, like a little bit of a crash course into like here's what they've established so far. And it's you like, were doing oh. my thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like I channeled that. It was very cool to see it go from like okay, the federation is not friendly with the Ferengi. This was supposedly friendly overtures from the Ferengi to the Federation right. mm-hmm. to yeah. set up, you know, this episode existing. To see the move of Kazago, Kanago, Kazago, Kazago. Yeah. like to go like, hey, we don't betray our superiors here, but also I'm going to betray my superiors, and we're going to stop being friendly with you <laughs> as the good move. 
is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like this one as far as like it was a good sci-fi episode and also a good like the weird politics of space mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And I just I don't I think that we're getting into closer to like what I consider as more sci-fi, I guess, which is yeah. cool. I like the idea of a headache machine. <laughs> I was astounded. Like, this, of all the things, I'm like, the future has cured headaches? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I, I cannot I, wait for I, the future. Cured them and then weaponized them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think really? they call it League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really wanted the, the giant orange marble to be brain-shaped. I mean, there, were some, pat- yeah. there yeah. were some patterning like on yeah. the glass yeah. that could be look like the brain oh, cortices. Right. So yeah. We've got to email the prop department and tell them to get their time machine out because i got to fix it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fix it in post. <laughs> I like the Stargazer. I like... It's a cool name. Think, thinking of... Like young Picard on a ship that's about to fly apart. Like the Enterprise D is so, is so smooth and polished that it, it feels like nothing will ever break on it. Yeah. Whereas that other ship feels janky and yeah. it like looked, he's going to be up against it. It looked like the model they used for it looked like a knockoff toy that you would have gotten <laughs> yeah. as like a six year old. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> like, Star Trek Enter Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, since the the set they use for the bridge is the bridge of the Enterprise from the movies, oh, okay. from at least the first couple of movies, that's why they had to change it in Star Trek Five because they fucking wrecked it during the first season of the Next Generation. Right? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I also was um, on a kind of quick aside, like I was looking at the set design more. I think maybe because I watched them twice, and I noticed that like. Compared to the first series, their chairs are much more comfortable looking. Yeah, they yeah, have for like sure. cushions and padded. You mean like on the has, Enterprise D, the chairs are or the honestly the, both of them. Yeah, that's true. Because like normally they have like these kind of like vaguely I don't know swoopyish looking things. The Stargazer did look like it was just using gamer like chairs. gamer chairs. Oh, that was a gamer <laughs> chair. Which, but then um, the war room kind of council area in the Enterprise mm-hmm. um, the had yeah. like nice actually like not wing back but like those kind of nice office chairs that have it's cloth cushion and stuff like that and i was like oh dang i do i do like this i like how and i don't know if you've seen them yet but on the the back of the bridge of the enterprise d are those workstations that people you know come in the background and they stand there and they do something and they walk off yeah there's seats in there you can pull them out and sit on the cushion if you if you get tired and you just oh, want to sit so down. Good. And then they just push right back in. That's such an accessibility issue. I right? know. I love it. It's beautiful. Every once in a while you'll see somebody sitting at one of those workstations. And I was like, oh, those seats just... They, and they just pull right on out. But Worf it. doesn't get a chair at the... No, Worf doesn't the, get at, to sit. Well, Yara Station at the horseshoe <laughs> yeah. until the very end. He gets a oh, seat wow. in, in, the, in the first movie they did. And oh, really? Yeah. Is it that he doesn't get a chair or that he's constantly refused a chair? Like, I mean, they always uh, talk about you know, so. Yeah. Oh, it's a matter yeah. of pride. I, I could yeah. see Worf doing that. Yeah. It, it, it is not also, honorable to see, sit while on duty. He's a security officer, right? Like, he's part of security? He's yeah. a catch-all yes. at the moment, but okay. yes, he will focus he's, in on security eventually. I can see a security personnel who goes... 
my job is to kind of wander and be on my feet to make sure that I'm ready at a moment's notice. So, like, I don't need to sit. I can see that, but, like... True. But Yar's doing the same. Yar's chief of security, and she's not sitting down either. So. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to be ready. Well, if you look at Worf, he's got to be ready to jump over that uh, arc thing to the get to the front yeah. of the, the, yeah, the bridge yeah. instead of just, you know, running around. Right. <laughs> it's because he's a badass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man of action. <laughs> I like Worf. Worf is cool. I like Worf and Yar. Worf yes. and Yar, yeah. yeah. I, I had a feeling you'd like Yar. Yeah. It's a very satisfying word melange there. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, like, I, I, I really like Picard. Yeah. I tend to be, but I mean, I, and I can't tell, like, is it because they want me to, like, the, the camera focuses on him? Uh-huh. Or is it like, man, I actually think I like Picard. And then LaForge will just walk out of nowhere. I'm like, <laughs> Jordy! Yeah, yeah. Ah! I'm like, oh, shit, I just really like Jordy. I, like, I, I really like some of the pairings that I've seen, which is Worf and Yard. Like, they mm-hmm. seem like they, they hang. And then uh, Data and uh, Jordy. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I, I like the, I feel like... I feel like they could get into some trouble. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. And, and they will. <laughs> I, I, I'm struggling to find a more dynamic best friend pairing in television than Data and Jordy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. even Troy and Abed, but Troy and Abed are built on Data and Jordy. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they great. are a latter-day Data and Jordy. Data and Jordy in the morning. <laughs> it's, it's just an AU where instead of exploring, you know, they went to a community college, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The Imaginarium. I'm sure that has been written. The Star Trek cast at community college. I'm, sure, I'm certain. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was no, called absolutely. Community. <laughs> but like, but like, I mean, like as fan fiction yeah. with yeah. those characters. Com- yeah. Com- yeah. Com- yeah. Shop AU, where yeah. like Picard is like the float error who like yeah. saves stores and. Riker's just been promoted. Yeah, no, yeah, that exists. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And there's even episodes later where you get to see Picard as a, like, during his time at the Academy. Like, yeah. oh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Picard's in college. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life episode where you, you've, See him as a callow youth, and oh, that's a great one. Except he's old man, but he, like he's yeah, still, Patrick, he's still Stewart. Patrick Stewart, but he's just all around like. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask yeah. how they handle that. I'm gonna fuck around, <laughs> but I ain't gonna find out. <laughs> too smooth for that. I didn't like that the Ferengi called him Picard the whole Picard. episode. Picard. That's a, that's a very Ferengi thing to do to not quite pronounce. Yeah, because well, they right, even yeah. it's like human. Human. Yeah. yeah. I like profit. Yeah. But like, but it was only like yeah. a hand like a handful of words mm. they did that to. Like yeah. otherwise they spoke really well English. One human hour. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, they've only really had formal contact with humans for a couple of weeks at this point, so ah. they're just... <laughs> they're like, just getting used to it. say, human, yes. But we're using a universal translator, so True. wouldn't the universal translator translate it correctly? Universal translators are mercurial pieces. <laughs> did, did anyone else get a weird vibe when Kazago said, I'm all ears? <laughs> I was yeah. like, that feels oh, like that. okay. Come on, well, you it, are all ears. It, it, it kind of, it kind of. I don't know. Maybe this is a terrible analogy to make. It felt like when a black person says the N word, and you're like, that's not okay. Yeah, you're good. yeah, you're good. yeah. You're good. yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, somebody said something. Is everything okay? Everything's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's like you're forty percent ears, my dude. Like, yeah. like, did you know what? Like, 
did you just learn that turn of phrase and decide yeah. that it was cool, or have you thought about it? Yeah. I also think they're just, like, the, the Ferengi just enjoy messing with the humans. That's true. Like, because I, yeah. I, I, I made a note that, like, at one point, I think the Ferengi, I think it was the first officer, called whatever the battle was an ancient battle. And yeah, I'm like, dude, you just ago. called Picard old, man. That's what <laughs> yeah. he just did. Because it was nine years ago. <laughs> right. <like> ancient battle. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Okay, I will say that the Ferengi, uh, you know, who are capitalists in this situation, and they, they're interacting with a culture that uh, maybe doesn't value capitalism. Maybe they have a different mode of thought. Um, and I know how our capitalists act now to different types of living situations that don't involve capitalism as money. Um, like... Yeah, no, this makes sense. <laughs> then they go like, oh, look at those stupid that people. That they don't even right. use money. <laughs> how are they? What's their minimal? How do they pay rent? How do they live? <laughs> they come back to that theme a lot because, like, there's some regular characters on Deep Space Nine that are Ferengi. And obviously, the Federation's like, we've grown beyond money. We've grown beyond want. We're a post scarcity society. Yeah. And the Ferengi were like, but how? <laughs> yeah, the Federation are like, uh, we kind of figured it out 200 years ago. We don't really know how we did it. <laughs> yeah, like, the writers haven't figured it out yet, and I don't have my lines. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out it's very easy to write a, uh, a post-scarcity society without <laughs> actually thinking about how to go about that. Because you can figure out how to become a post-scarcity society. I mean... Yeah. Then I feel like there's a Nobel of... Prize with your name on it. <laughs> that and why are you making episodes of TV anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a moral imperative to do something better? <laughs> it's a hobby to de-stress <laughs> while you're solving like all the problems. Oh man! I think my one crack in the episode was when uh, Crusher put Picard to bed, which don't leave me hanging. There we go. I did a little side and like. The call to Wesley. Your mother just tucked me in. <laughs> I, okay, so speaking of, where he's like, I've got a headache, and she's like, I want to do some extra tests. I was like, she just wants to get him alone. And then she was like, I, I'm the only one who can give you an order. And I was like, all right, I know exactly what's going on here. <laughs> she's a brat tamer. Oh. And is the brat. <laughs> That's going to check yeah. out as time goes on. <laughs> I mean... It makes sense. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. I just really liked it when she put Legos on his head. <laughs> Those were... Bloop, bloop. <laughs> Very nice sound effects, I will say. Well, props to the prop guy. <laughs> like, or the sound effects guy. We are running up against our commercial break. Does anybody have anything else about the battle? Just had like two like random like stupid comments. Mm -hmm. um, I have this headcanon that Wesley made that sweater himself. And that evolved into him being like um, a uh, wannabe fashion designer. Like, like mm. he, like that's that's the that's the career he wants. But yeah. he's gonna fall back on mm. the stuff that he does on the ship. The, the travelers, like you know, warp field theory, the mind, creativity, fashion—they're all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that was a big marble. I hate to see the jacks that go with it. <laughs> Did, didn't we decide that? Wesley's weird sweaters are just like hand me downs from his dad. Like, yeah. he oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his dad was a fashion designer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, I just have a random comment. I don't even know where this was when I like when I wrote this down. I think it was a time when Picard had a bad headache and was just in his quarters, like yeah. being grumpy. And somebody like the door chime goes off and he goes, "Yes, who the hell is it?" And all I wrote was, "That's real 2021 energy." Yeah, <laughs> who, is, who is physically appearing at my face? Yeah, I was like, I, "You, you and me, Picard. I know you got a headache. I know other people are doing it to oh, you, God. but damn, I get that." I, I really liked in the end where uh, Riker was like, it's a silver sphere. And then it like showed the sphere and I was like, not that sphere, that sphere's orange. <laughs> <laughs> it's silver on the bottom. He's like, but phaser, right there. Oh no, I exploded. Do, I do want to say, they find it in Picard's room, they bring it up to the bridge, they're like, this must be what the Ferengi are using to do weird stuff and no one tries to turn it off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Kind of like, you allow gotta it do it, Picard. Uh, allow uh, it to just keep running. Maybe maybe they both need to run to mess with his head. They don't explore that. No. <laughs> yeah. This is not the last time Damon Bach will uh, try to fuck with Picard. Oh, interesting. Nice. He comes back in like season seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it's like, it's me again, Picard. <laughs> I'm done with that whole headache thing. That's that, that's season one shit. How do you feel? Seven shit. How, how do you feel about runny noses <laughs> or a colonoscopy? <laughs> no, he actually he actually pulls a Mori Povich on him. Like, here's your son. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Actually, I I like the Damon Black uh, like background basically. Yeah. I'm like, you killed my son, and I am I'm going to kill you for it. And right. I'm like. Or Solid. I'm gonna make you suffer. It's not even kill. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a pretty good gaslighting scheme too. Oh of, yeah. Of like of like, hey, I went to the trouble of tracking down your old ship that you had to abandon, and then I snuck a one bad log in there. Right. Yeah. And then I, in audacity, I cut together some of your old logs into a yeah. bad log. Yeah. Apparently, in the future, audacity won't crash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't so far. Uh, we've gone a solid twenty minutes without cr- yeah that crashing once. That's nice. a record for today. Yeah. I think that's a great time for a commercial break. Yes. Then yes. <laughs> I am Excedrin of the Ferengi. I bought Johnson and Johnson from you humans. <laughs> they were a very profitable enterprise, but you do not know how to use. So now I have big red pills. And little blue pills. Just ask about them. They will either create or cure your headaches. <laughs> Messages of social enlightenment first. Ah, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. yeah. True. Money with Tony. Uh, Water is life. Oh, yes. It has, like, <laughs> also money true. with Tony. <laughs> trans uh, lives matter. Yes. And uh, trans people exist. Just yes. Trans people exist. God, the fact that that growling. God, the fact that that has to be something said. Right. <laughs> people yeah. exist. Wow. What a what? concept. <laughs> and they're valid in their existence. Yes. Oh yes. <clears throat> Sub point on that. Just because it is not your experience doesn't mean that it is not someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cis people everywhere. Hi, it's me. Your fellow cis person. (laughs) The token cis guy. (laughs) You got two. (laughs) Just because you are not trans doesn't mean that the trans experience doesn't exist. Yeah. It just means that you are not trans. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you feel threatened by it, 
that has nothing to do with trans people. And you really something you ask need to ask yourself talk. some questions. Yeah, talk, talk to, to your therapist. therapist. You are probably transferring emotion from something possibly that happened to you or your childhood or something to your friend, and you're transferring it to something that is easier for you to deal with than the thing that you actually are trying to block. So yep. talk to your fucking therapist. Get a therapist. There we are. Yeah. It's actually, 2022. Fucking yeah. everyone needs it. Yes. If you, and I, I think I've said this on the show before, if you insist that you don't need therapy, uh, guess what? Number one candidate for having to have it. Yes. I have I have heard a, a saying, which is, uh, you know, if you don't get therapy, don't worry. Your children might. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's also, like, if you don't get therapy now, there's a good chance it may become a court order later. So just go ahead and jump it. Do it while you got a choice. (laughs) Don't be an asshole. I can't. I feel like so much just boils down to that. I know. And I know there's a deeper problem with people who are assholes who don't realize that's what they're doing. But I'm just like, God, can I read a book? I think we're, we're deep enough into the pandemic now that we don't really have anything to say more about that. Like, yeah. if you haven't got your shots, fuck off. If you're not yeah. still wearing a mask, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I'm not talking to people with the whole, like, they can't get their shots because of immunocompromise. Absolutely. I'm talking about people who think that um, horse fucking tranquilizer will save them from right. the plague. That was like three or four stupid things ago, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what kills me. I was like, wait, so you're willing to try veterinary medicine. You're willing to drink your own urine. That's the thing. Now. Uh-huh. Uh, you're willing to do all these stupid things. And I'm like, you could get the shot. It takes like five seconds. You might feel a little weird for a day or two. God, the, it is shorter to get the thing. shot than it is to get tested. Uh, the, you know? <laughs> the wild thing it was that, you know, no, we can't do the shot. It's experimental, even though a lot of shots have been, right. like, actually... <laughs> given full use, but remsevere, the the monoclonal antibody treatment, that was the thing that would save you. Or like the COVID pill, that's mm-hmm. the thing that would save you. Those are experimental and they cost you money. Yeah. Oh my the God. people who are still like, well, I don't know what's in the shot. Do you know? They'll tell you. Like more than 5% of what you put in your body? I'm guessing you don't. Also, like, you <laughs> I don't read ingredients. Does anybody can, read ingredients? You can I don't find read that information online. They tell you how it works. Have you ever <laughs> eaten McDonald's in your adult life? <laughs> then <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had an energy drink? <laughs> oh, yeah. no, right? Oh, no. Because that's I worse mean, for you. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm coming for Monster. Get a, don't, don't buy a monster. Just go to a grocery store or your local convenience store and then find one that's on their shelves because it's there. Turn around, look at the ingredient list, and pronounce those. Right. You can't. I have a monster in my fridge. <laughs> you also got the shot. That's okay. <laughs> You're not sitting there drinking energy drinks while no. complaining about, well, I don't know, that shot yeah. seems bad for you. To, to, be, to be fair, I bought it in like September when I, when I went on a road trip with Haley and then we made like a... Uh, like an all-nighter to drive back, so yeah, that was that was fine. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, see, I also know your issues with the, the kidneys. You're <laughs> also not pretending that it's you know healthful. Like, no, yeah, yeah like, I know. Like Mountain Dew, yeah. it didn't come from the mountain. It's not dew. Yeah. It is green sludge <laughs> yeah. with caffeine. Yeah. 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 The holiday is broken. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. <laughs> Battery acid. <laughs> there are chemicals in it. <laughs> that's, that's not wrong. That's <laughs> Stop Asian hate. Yes. Yeah. Wear your seatbelt. Drink more water. Oh, uh, hydrate before you hydrate. Okay. Yep. <laughs>
no more for-profit prisons. Yes. yes. Right. Number yeah. one. Number one fixed right there. You can't make a profit off of a prison, and it can't be a fucking corporation. Misery nope. should not be a profit center. Also, exactly. in, in prison yeah. slavery? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. sh- that's the... If you've ever actually read the 13th Amendment, yeah. slavery's ended. Unless... Unless it's punishment Unless, for a crime. Right. Yeah. So, and so if you buy furniture at Walmart, sorry. That's made entire 100% with prison labor. Yep. So uh, it's a new year. Yeah. This is our first recording session of the year. Podcasts are kind of changing here at PartyApocalypse.com. As the Myth Turns has completed their run, but they will live on forever on the site. Yes. Yes. They're all there. Yeah, if you enjoy our word mouth usements, a new show will be coming soon. Did we decide on the title? Are we good? I'm fine with Friendables. Friendables? I think okay. it's adorable. Okay. <laughs> then, uh, Eris and I will begin hosting Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Uh, our first regular episode will be about the book Red Dragon yes. by Thomas Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a limited series because there's a limited amount of Hannibal <laughs> stuff out there. Right. And that's encouraging because... The last podcast I started was about Star Trek, and now they, <laughs> they release a new more. Star Trek thing every week. Yeah. Like, I literally picked the year where they just said, all right, every week, yeah. the year of Star Trek. Yeah. God, there's a Star Trek. We're actually further now? away from <laughs> the most recent Star Trek now than we were when we started two years ago. Oh my God. It's like student loan debt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! We'll oh. never pay repayment. Oh, Damon Excedrin likes this. Go to your room. I am not ready to think about that. Oh no! Oh, my head hurts immediately. Where's the marble? Where's the marble? I have to shoot it point blank so it explodes me up too. We don't have a date for that to post yet, since we haven't recorded the first episode. That's part of our production day today. Coming soon. Coming soon. More on that in the future. Uh, other things available at PartyApocalypse.com. Books, blogs, uh, movie reviews, and The Fourth Wall in its entirety. A more recent book, uh, if any of these stories goes over 1,000 words, this entire book will explode, is available on the site. And yes. February 15th, the third and final book in the Orson Welles series, The Once and Future Orson Welles, will be available. Oh, uh, yeah. It's available for Kindle pre-order now. A paperback version will be available quite soon. Uh, Eris. Yes. Which? Um, yeah, my posting schedule is wild. I don't really have a posting schedule. Um, I do have VODs, though, so if you like what I do, a lot of it, I've just been doing really chill, um, less hangout sessions and more watch me draw set to music. And um, check out my VODs to see if you like it, and then go ahead and subscribe if you do. That would be great. And that will give you that notification of whether or not I am live. A lot of it is weekends, Friday through Monday. Yeah, I've been drawing stuff. And you can get it's it's Aris O'Reilly, uh, is the username. Um, dot Twitch TV. Z. Yes. TikTok. I have a TikTok. I'm obsessed with TikTok. I hope they're funny. I hope you guys think they're funny. Just kind of random videos. I'm a little over nine thousand followers now. Nice. Um, so that's fun. Yeah, you can follow me uh, at underscore. It's just Z underscore. Love of my life. Do you have anything to plug? No. Okay. <laughs> CJ, our first guest. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> God, no. Uh, back to our episode. Yes! <laughs> so, hide and cue. Uh, as we ended our last episode, I teased it with someone will get the powers of the cue, and I pulled our away team who had not seen the episode oh, with yeah. their guesses as to who. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Eris <laughs> uh, guessed Worf for the lulls. Yeah. And, which, 
I mean, that's that's a pretty solid Trek novel right there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then Z guessed either Jordy or maybe Yar. Okay. Everyone okay. was wrong. <laughs> it was Riker, which feels right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it number one. You know, we have Picard, and now it's like working down the rank, mm-hmm. basically. I think we also need to spend maybe the rest of the episode talking about the little weird hologram Riker had at the beginning of the episode that he was just sitting there. Staring yeah. at the ladies. Just, like, just so happy. Maybe. That's yeah. not this episode. That huh? is Haven. <gasps> is it Haven? It yes. is. See, listen, because okay. I wrote a, a an alternate title for that episode. Okay. And it is not this one. Because I uh, literally have the note here, just that still Riker is having such a good time and I could have sworn that's what it was about. No, so, listen, withdrawn. I did the same thing. Yeah. Because it ends so suddenly and the next episode began so quickly. I was like, he still has the powers and he made little women little. <laughs> oh! And there, then, like, more stuff started happening, and I was like, hold on, what's going on? Now, I see a note of Riker having a good time. There are a lot of just shots of this episode of Riker smirking. Like, he's just having Maybe the greatest it. time, even yeah. without the power. Like, yeah. they get transported to the planet. I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a shot of him like, just smirking it up, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Kill some things. I'm into this. Yeah. All right. This is the episode, though, where uh, they got beamed down and they're fighting Napoleon monsters. Yeah. But there, there's a moment where they're just having a casual conversation and Riker seemed to intentionally look around for a rock so he could do the Captain Morgan pose while he's talking. Like, yes. he, he's using the scenery to the best of his ability. Jonathan Frakes <laughs> is the Rembrandt of doing weird things with his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he sits in a chair. There's a super yeah. time of him just... Straight up straddling chairs for seven years. <laughs> yes. uh, oh my god! Yeah, uh, for a guy who manspreads a lot, he's still pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm not saying he made manspreading socially acceptable, but like I'm willing to give him a pass. On it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. also the type. If you told him, like, dude, stop. Like he would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're just shy of halfway through the first season now, and Troy is gone for reasons. Like, <laughs> like Picard just injects that in there. This is the the really awkward realization that during the first year of this show, they really made their made their best effort to write out not one, not two, but all three women main characters of the show. Oh my god! Damn. And they kind of succeed. I think they get it about half done. By wow. the end of the first year, and not where they were necessarily aiming for. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that more as we Weird. proceed through the yeah. first season. Because that was yeah. one thing that was just like, the, the, well, it was the first thing that bothered me about this episode. Right. Was just sort of like, oh, of course it's fucking Yar that gets put in the penalty, penalty yeah. box for no yeah. good goddamn reason. Like, oh, <laughs> gotta damsel her again for reasons. Yeah. Which irritates the shit out of me, because she has all of the, the trappings of a... Of a independent female character, you know what I mean, like a strong female yeah. character, and she just isn't given those opportunities. But she, the the one who plays her, plays her like very well. I like yeah. the way oh, that yeah. she's portrayed. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's Denise Crosby. Yes. That's... Yeah. Uh, we're gonna be talking a lot about that here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, All right. Uh, All right. Is it, what? So I was, um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I really I really liked Yar in this episode, mm-hmm. but I really liked Yar and Worf's dynamic. I don't know, there's there's not very, especially I guess in this time, there wasn't very many opportunities for a woman to be like the brawny, like the, yeah. the bad. And I, I just have a soft spot for 
for that. Um, and it, she, the, their dynamic just reminded me of this dynamic I had with this guy when I worked um, in the hospital, at the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And, like, we would, we'd come into a situation, and he was always, like, the back muscle, and I was the talker. And then, like, if shit went down, he was like, all right, we got it together. <laughs> and it just, like, seeing, like, at one point, Yara was like, do you have your phaser, Worf? And I was like, yeah, Worf, do you have your phaser? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> she was, when they were forming this new crew, uh, Roddenberry was very much inspired by uh, Aliens, the, uh, the James oh, Cameron film. Okay. Uh, one of the space marines, and I, I want to say the character's name is Mendez, and I, I, I may be getting that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be actually the performer's name, but uh, a woman, very tough yeah. marine type. Yeah. And, and Roddenberry found that fascinating, probably not for the best reasons. Knowing <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. oh, Gene the way that we do. <laughs> He was like, oh shit, I want that woman to sit on me. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Oh, Gene. Pretty much. So, in fact, I think they even talked to the actress who portrayed her in Aliens about Mm. playing Yar, but it Mm -hmm. never quite came together. But of course, I think I mentioned previously, uh, originally, Marina Sirtis and Denise Crosby were flipped in the roles. Denise Crosby was playing Troy and yeah. oh, uh, Marina Sirtis was playing uh, Yar and they changed it at the last minute. And, huh. Interesting. And I think yeah. either Yar was going to have three boobs or Troy was going to have three oh, boobs. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh. I'm glad they got over that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm, Bad I'm, enough in that Arnold Schwarzenegger film. It's <laughs> I'm just... I just oh. Boys making sci-fi, man. Mm. Need more ladies making sci-fi. Right. <laughs> Not optimal for motorboating. I think TNG is one of the first primetime hour-long dramas to have a female showrunner eventually. Like, in the, oh, in the cool. last few years, Jerry Taylor. I don't know if it was first, but definitely, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Trailblazing in that way. So, when Gene dies, they kind of drop the, the horny for horny's sake. Not to say the show's not horny. Oh, yeah. it's, but, it's, but yeah. it, it's yeah. serving a story yes. usually. <laughs> also, like it hasn't been super horny yet, but already I'm kind of seeing a different vibe of like there's a lot more emotional. Yeah, I mean, because like when you get like say the Doctor and Picard, although it doesn't really happen this episode, but we've seen in episodes past where like Crusher and Picard are like into each other and very <laughs> will they or won't they. That's straight up romance novel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's so cool. We like, really want good... to, but we probably shouldn't. I'd be like, yeah. <gasps> but I, obviously, we have an attraction towards each other, it's but I don't. proper. It's not against the rules, yeah. per se. Also, you have a kid, and I'm not ready for you to be like, we can discuss that later. He's also a teenager. <laughs> you have a kid. I was best friends with his father. <laughs> be like, wait until he's 18, and everything should be good. Get <laughs> him to the academy, I and then sh- it's. Yeah. I can yeah. ship him off anywhere else when he settle. In fact, is that why Picard bumped him up to acting ensign? He's like, yeah. I'm going to get you off the ship as fast as I can. Bang your mom. <laughs> your mother's going to tuck me in from now on. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that'll give me nightmares. Time for therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Only one of us can call her mommy. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not replacing your father, Wesley. I'm replacing you. <laughs> I'm mommy's special boy. <laughs> Wolf, grab me a sweater. <laughs> Wesley knocking on, on Deanna Troy's door and be like, Counselor, I, um, I, need, a, I need to start. A, I, need, I have some very bad thoughts happening right now. 
De- Deanna, uh, I-, I question the, the the wisdom of putting the, the ship shrink right next to the captain uh, at the outset, but now it seems like it was underplaying an issue that we really needed to address. Yeah. Here's a big question, two, and it's a two-part question. Okay. Would you accept the powers of the Q? Hmm. Second question, would you accept the new Q's offering of gift as as uh, Riker did to the rest of the crew later oh. on. Cure your ailments or, you know, give you the, that deep-seated desire that is see, difficult to obtain. See, that's hard because I think, especially like well, like watching that episode, I was like, okay, some people absolutely would accept it or take that mm-hmm. gift, but obviously not Starfleet people mm-hmm. because I think Starfleet already chooses people who want the journey more than the destination, obviously. That's their whole goddamn job. Mm -hmm. But that's hard for me to say because, honestly, there is a part of me that's like, all right, Q, have you met me? (laughs) I will take your powers. And I will now become Queen Q. It goes after the Q. And I'm going to take them over. I give myself a 90% that I'm taking those powers. (laughs) Like... Like I, and I will not use them in a way that he is okay with. <laughs> my first, my, my first act would be uh, booting that Q out of the collective. Yeah, <laughs> like time to go to Q jail. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you very much. You wish to understand the human condition. Boom. For for profit jail. The only way. <laughs> I would just turn him into a little music box. Every once in a while, I can wind him up, and watch a little dance around on his little thing, and be like, "That's enough of this." I will music. make I I will make you become the form which you have so envied. You are now John Delancey, <laughs> struggling actor. No, I don't know okay. if he's struggling. So so we're focusing on, on on the powers. Z, what do you think? Would you take the powers? You, I... could, you could cure a lot of social ills with them. Yeah. See, I feel like I feel like I would. I, I might take the powers, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would take the gift because I don't, I don't know what my gift would be. I don't know that I know myself that well. Yeah. And I also, feel like if he or they uh, peered into my mind and found what my greatest desire was, I don't know that I would want to know what it was. Yeah. And like, Cause did w- he actually do that? Or was that just, cause he also backed off and said like, we've had a long, a lot of talks, Wesley. I think I know. Like, mm. even Riker was, it's like, it was Riker's interpretation of what your greatest desires were. I get the feel that it was all very much like, <laughs> it was a little bit white savior, this is your best wish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, because, I don't know. Yeah. Just It depends on who's giving me my best wish. Yeah. Fair. War- really? Like, War- if you're of- like, I got you something really cool with my new godlike powers, I'm like, I don't know, I'd see what it is first. Like, yeah. I mean, like, because yeah. I have that level of trust... That you also wouldn't be like, I'm gonna cure you of this, and be like, Did you ask me? Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I might accept the powers just because I I really I really want to do good in the world. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I I don't if if like if that was an option, I would want to take it to help other people. Yeah. Not necessarily so, like, I could have a giant house and a fast car, and, like, right. like I would want to use it to help people. But absolute but, power does corrupt. I, yeah. I know there's that. And yeah. I don't know that I would handle it well. I, I don't yeah. think you... I, oh, no. I love you, Z. Yeah. I don't know if you would either. Yeah. Z, I, <laughs> I, I, Same I, I, with her. I, I respect... I know what I would do. I, I respect how you want to... How, how you would want to use the powers, but I'm just saying... Me personally, I don't have the discipline to play mobile games without spending money. So no, if, I, <laughs> if and when I take those powers, one hundred percent abuse. Like yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh like, no, it would be 
new show. And honestly, I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen. It would be a new show. No more talking about Enterprise. It would only be about the, the rest of the queue continuing trying to hunt me down to contain me. Because I'd be like, you're like, I'm gone, motherfuckers. I took your powers. Goodbye. And I would be like, new interplanetary galaxy hopping just to fuck with shit. Like, like I'm real, a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> real, real talk. I feel like I would start out with the world's best intentions. Absolutely. And I feel like I would get really jaded really quickly. Oh and my, then instead of curing things, I would like punish people who c- caused a need for that cure. Right. And I, I, I think I, I think the, the, the everyone's carburetors into frogs. I like. Let's say first you, thing you got the powers. The people you would harm. I don't think I would be opposed to it. But on just the qualitative statement of harm is bad, I'd be like, oh yeah. gosh, I don't know if any of us are ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because it would it sets up like this system of like. I have to be really careful or else Z will punish me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very like, oh, Sky Daddy, which is yeah. a major problem which, right I now. Mean, Misbehaving God Z. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I would have to take you down. Yeah. I would, I would want you to. I would want you to. Oh, it would be this great, like, like struggle kind of thing. Yeah. Honestly, it'd be a fantastic... The banter, the banter would be on fire. <laughs> a fantastic two and a half hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like, you know, edit it down. We don't need to do the, if we're waiting, the wait yeah. is, you know. Yeah. Uh, we can flash forward and do title cards. It's fine. Yeah. We don't need yeah. to do a lot of looking like in the first oh, movie. God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll just like get to the plot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. First things first. Uh, yeah. A director's cut of the first Star Trek movie that is like, maybe yes. 45 I mean, minutes long. Yes. I would become a trickster god. Immediately. You're and almost I'm, there anyway. I just need the godlike power because I'm already there mentally. I'm prepared for it. Academically, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First thing, Q gets turned into a music box so I can wind him up and watch him whenever I want. <laughs> Second thing, I'm just gonna like cause random chaos. Be like, oh, you thought this machinery part was gonna work? Surprise! It's made of confetti. <laughs> Skittles pour out. <laughs> every business. And then the Skittles start to talk to you. <laughs> every every business every morning when they open, one thing in their store turns into chocolate. Oh, yeah. it's the yes. Japanese game show. <laughs> I finally realized what that note was, just that still Riker's having such a good time. It it was in Netflix when you open up the episode, it's him up against the rock when he ha- when he has the power and he's just laughing. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I remember it now. Yes. Yeah, because he absolutely goes a little bit mad when he realizes <laughs> yeah. what he can do. The little the little yeah. holodeck ladies are the next episode. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Laura, you have not answered the question. I have the two not. Big questions. Yes. Um I the think, like Z, <laughs> I would want to, like, go big, fix the world's ills. Yeah. I strangely think being Q would get boring super fast. Yeah. yeah. Knowing that you could just do whatever you wanted. But you gotta make it interesting. It's so, well, you, <laughs> you know. go find well, some people to pester. And become as, a villain. <laughs> but see, here's yeah, the thing. Hey. Let's, let's look to, let's look to history here for a second, if we may. Yes. Um, you, you know, becoming a trickster god. That's exactly what Q is. Yeah. Uh, we haven't met a Q-like entity or, uh, you know, anything in subcanon that people write off as being a Q entity. Uh-huh. In Star Trek to this point, who doesn't act like that? Yeah. So I think, and and it's it's not, I don't think it was so much like that they, they were necessarily brought in. I, there There's some precedent later on for mm-hmm. people being born into the Q. So it's like, 
that's who they are. And so that's what the power has done to this group of yeah, people. There is an example. Or non-people. Of, I don't know what they are. Of a suicidal cue later. Yes. So oh. though there's 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 something deeper Ooh. there that like maybe you can't stay good and have that kind of power. Yeah. Like period. Um, but police. Now I, yeah. I did I was yeah. sitting there having this kind of thought that I could set up some sort of like wish fulfillment center if I had the power. Yeah. Like not that I'm going around solving problems for people, but like letting them come to me mm-hmm. and like like a genie and just be like, Okay, you get one wish, what would it be? But not just like I'm gonna immediately grant it. Let's talk it out first so we can think yeah. about what the consequences of this yeah. might be. Like I could I could see doing that for a little while. I think even that would get boring yeah. and like, oh I'm just making people happy. This sucks. Like, but like I, I, mean, I feel like that's being a social worker. That's exactly what I would do. It's like I would just social work the hell out of it and be like, oh, I'm burned out. All the people, I think Laura would would figure out a way. And I'm thinking about like I read this book semi recently called um, The Raven Tower. Mm-hmm by Anne Lecky and it's actually about gods like small and large because it's written in the point of view of a god and he's like this is what my powers are etc cetera, etc cetera. and like one of the things they talk about is like they speak it into existence like and like one of the things that you have to be careful about as a god is be careful not to take away your own power hmm. by saying oh I can't do that because then you won't be able to anymore ever again like that kind of thing and i was like of all the people i think laura would figure out get the q power and, and then give herself limits and be <laughs> like, like this is how i can use it. it this is like how it has to work all this kind of stuff to almost be like all right this is too much so become, i gotta funnel it and get it away from me so i don't explode become like, the most dangerous of all dnd alignments lawful chaotic <laughs> <laughs> right but i also like but yeah so your other question of like would i accept the gift Yes, in a heartbeat, and you and I talked about that mm-hmm. when when we were doing it. But I was trying to remember there was somebody when Riker was like, was it Data who was like, "Don't you do it?" Sir. Yeah, yeah, Data. Yes. Data's like, I can live with one illusion, not two. Yes, yeah. no, that and that I just like, and I, as I remember I that, I had so much so respect much. for that. He was just like. Don't even, don't even tempt me. Don't even like, try it. I don't want you. Like, and if but you I could. Care like, about me at all? You're not even gonna ask. Like kind of a thing. Yeah. So yes, like that moment, I love. But like, like Jordy and I, <laughs> like when when he's talking to it, I'm like, no, Jordy, I'm not buying your reasoning for a half a second. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Like I, de- I definitely. But it get does work. depend who's giving it to you. Yes, is depends. it like this person who knows you really well that says, "I know this is the thing you want more than anything in your and entire life." Or at this point, your work friend that you've known for about nine weeks. Yes. Right. Or you and know, Jordy has friend. already turned down like the eye transplant thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "It's not worth the risk or the consequences or whatever." And also, yeah, I think Jordy's the kind of person going like. I can't guarantee that you won't always lord that over me. Mm, I gave you, you know, your sight back, that and that's too. a yes. shit I just don't want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And I and I respected Jordy for making his decision because yeah. I think it was that very smooth move on his part to use the new God-given eyes that he got. Look over to Tasha Yar and go, "Yep." You're hot. <laughs> All right. I knew it. Take him away. <laughs> I've done the one thing I needed eyes for. Yeah. Like, I wonder how that conversation would have been different if Jordy had been the one that had the Q powers and looked at Data and said, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder how that would have been different, right. if at all. 
Yeah, because I do think it's has partly of who's giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Like if CJ gave me a gift, I'd be like, all right, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. see it. But yeah, if it like my if my I boss gave me a gift, I'd be like, nah. bitch, I'm gonna take your gift and shove it up your butt so far it becomes you. Yeah. Like, my mother gets the power of the cube. Oh God, I'm in law school again. Wake up, Matt, wake up. My, yeah, all of a sudden, all we have three babies all of a sudden. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want any of these. So we're about to go all Jonathan Swift unless you take them away. I would like it if Laura had the power of the cube, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> if you get the power of the cube, do you immediately begin talking about John Delancey? Riker did, but that's true. He, got real he, close did to it. he did get all weird with the whole like Jean-Luc. oh Jean Luc and be like we're equals sure. now. Well, and that goes to my my kind of theory of why. Q chose Riker. Yeah. He only wanted to mess with Picard. Oh, absolutely. He knew Picard wouldn't do it. He's like, so who could I do that's going to yes. disturb you? See, oh, I, I got the feeling that Q had the hots for Riker, and mm. I was I was like, enemies to lovers is my trope. <laughs> I'm for this. Okay, okay. Alternatively, I also add to this. Yeah. Maybe he was like, Riker's cute, but I ultimately want Picard because his brain is sexy, but I also <laughs> know if I sleep with Riker, it will piss off Picard. Yeah. <laughs> There was Pol- a- polyamory it's, it's all good yeah yeah. just like like revenge it's, sex yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the nebulous space future yeah yeah there was there was a moment in that scene where uh, Riker said you my friend I know what you want and it didn't show who he was talking to mm-hmm. and I said hair and then he was talking to Wesley I was <laughs> like nope wrong guy <laughs> I do god it, there's something magical about watching it in 2022 um, where I know you know Will Wheaton's gotten a lot of shit for for TNG, yeah. uh, which is a shame because he was a kid, you know, whatever. Yeah. But there's something magical about Riker aging Wesley by ten years and expecting in your heart to see Will Wheaton there, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. instead it's just some <laughs> extra model, you know, supermodel <laughs> dude holds him like yeah, yeah vaguely with Will Wheaton's voice looped in, yeah. 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 <laughs> Jordy immediately going like looking good, and I was like, "You want a horn dog?" It's like bisexual lafoons. Yes, he's like Tasha's hot, old Wesley's hot. Yeah. you are hot. Be like, I can't wait until I'm yours. Nope, Jordy, that's weird. Don't fucking get that. You need to get that out of your head. I can read your mind now. Oh no, Jordy's <laughs> got some boss. moments in this episode that kind of crack me up. Like he definitely does his William Shatner role at some point on the planet when they're yeah. doing what oh, yeah. they're doing. And I was just like, yes, just lean into that energy, oh. sir. But then at the beginning, when they're like, or nearish the beginning, where they, like I think when Q first brings them down and gives them all drinks, yes. Um, Jordy doesn't. Jordy's just trying it. Like everyone else is like, I'm not drinking what you're giving me. And Jordy's like, I, I'll try. I, I, it's a real chaos energy over here. I love Jordy it. said, shot, shot, shot. I did love. I I did love the implication. Just like whatever they would most like to drink. And clearly, what Worf wanted most to drink was something expensive to pour on the rocks and then shatter the glass, which, which felt appropriate. Yes. <laughs> Really old champagne, really old champagne, really old champagne. Perfect. Fuck you! (laughs) Yes, my boy! There was a moment early on in the episode where they're on the planet and Worf was away from everybody mm-hmm. and he came running back and nobody was like, no, nobody said anything about him being gone. I was like, what was he doing? Pooping? And then he was like, they're coming over the ridge. And I was like, it's poop? <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> well, I, there was there was earlier when he was scouting out the camp, and so I yeah. assume that. But I do like that he came back immediately after Riker tested yeah. his phaser. Yeah, and like his like, his oh. his reaction wasn't like, "Oh, by the way, the enemies are coming." It's like, "Who's shooting at us?" <laughs> <laughs> Totally Leroy Jenkins the shit out of yeah. that, that episode. Oh, I mean, they even they even mentioned that. I mean, like, because Jordy is just like, oh yeah, I can see I can see his freckles if he had any, and he's like, he's really moving. He's over the third ridge already. Oh like, no, he sees him. It's fine. Yeah. And then and then like everyone else is like, he's over the third ridge. Holy shit, that man can move. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just expecting Worf like Klingon hopping, like, <laughs> like just. I really felt like I know that this episode was about Riker. I felt like Worf was the star of the show. <laughs> I was oh, like, God. I was like, you get it, Worf. <laughs> there was that little moment where Q's already dressed like a monk, and then Worf is just sort of, this is sex, and I am giving it up. Man, and I'm just like, listen, I wrote, I wrote, what? Worf's a wife beater? Wait, is this their kink? I'm gonna need a safe word conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's their kink. That's literally <laughs> their kink. Yeah, That's yeah. Their kink. <laughs> I love how Q came up as a monk, though. Oh, yeah. And yeah. immediately Picard was just sort of like, not on my bridge! <laughs> yeah, fuck your Christianity! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, there's a little bit of, like, you are making fun of this or whatever, but he was also like, you can't have a monk in my bridge. You gotta get out. You gotta get, a, get, get out into space, my man. Out the airlock. You can't be here. <laughs> it's like, all right, I respect that. Yeah. We are running out of time. Yeah, I'm having notes. Okay. Does anybody else have anything about Hide and Q they want to share? I could talk about it for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Picard and Yar get a nice little heart to heart on the bridge? I'm just now remembering that. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, she comes out and she's like, I was in some sort of penalty box. And she's like, I don't know how, but I don't know. Because they were the only two on the bridge, right? Yeah. 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 I just remember them having a nice little moment. Yeah. Because she was just like, there's nothing I can do, and he's going to poof me. Yeah. And, and she was and like, she was she was like I'm upset. crying, and he was like, it's and okay to cry. He's like, bridge. when you're yeah. in the penalty box, you can cry on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. And then she's just like, oh my god, you fucking captain you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, it's a good captain. There's a good emotional character building episode for everybody. Yeah. yeah. In a lot yeah. of different ways. I uh, I managed to avoid answering the big question. You but, did. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to call attention to it, but yes. I mean, white boys traditionally with power go evil super fast. So I, I admitted that I would. So. <laughs> as I will, as I make a rule of tending to eschew any role that gives me any kind of power, I think I could reject the cue. Uh, the Q's power. You have precedent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I was true. like, does this mean I'm president of the universe? Thank you, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I feel like a lot of responsibility and maybe... And frustration. Because yeah. all I'm going to get is complaints. And I, I, yeah. I, I guess I could... Been just, there, done that. I, I guess I could sew all your mouth shut, but that feels like, you know... That feels like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Q's gift... Mm. Do you know what your gift would be? Because that was, that was where my hang-up was. I don't know. True. So, like, unfortunately, my gift might actually be the Q power, so it's going to be real catch to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, My life is pretty see, good unless I had unlimited magical power. See, I didn't answer the gift question, but honestly, I so poorly know what I want myself that, yeah. like, the gift the, the gift from, a, from someone with the power of Q could be anything from, like, I don't know, perfect health or, like, yeah. the ability oh, to do things. To be unglutzy. Or, 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 like, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. It's stronger. A good, <laughs> like a good calzone. Yeah, I yeah. No, legit. You can't I don't know. It depends. In that moment, yeah. 
what? Am I hungry? <laughs> no, hey, for I, real. But I, think, I think the Honestly, note pizza sounds great. Right yeah, <laughs> the note of who's giving the who's giving the gift is big. Like if it's my boss at work, then get the shit get that shit out of my out of my life. Yeah. No, I do not want to be a supervisor. If I wanted to be a supervisor, I'd be one by now. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if it was from Laura, well, you never know. Um, <laughs> but it could be, you know, a different career, which is something I I, I mean, yeah. it's hard to figure big things that I could want. Yeah. yeah, you get a call from the the dude who runs HR at the library, and he goes like, "Hey, we have a position to offer you." And yeah. you're like, "Oh shit, is this a cute thing or just like, yeah. did Eris finally talk to the right people? <laughs> did I white boy my way in for good for for the good of people? It legit happens. Yeah. <laughs> it really does." Uh, but except the powers that you know, and it, uh, yeah, uh, the gift it it would depend. I think that's mm-hmm. a good answer. Yeah, I would give you a magic wand that had some charges in it that had like could refill. Yeah, but it had a limited scope. You could kind of just like hmm. provision. This, this guy powers. who cut me off in, in traffic is gonna have a real bad day. Yeah, you know, just like a little poo-poo, or like, like a little fairy godmother wand. What if like the Q power was that you could do whatever you wanted, but it resets, and so it's like you didn't do anything at all. So it's just you get the little catharsis of like. That everything you imagine, like, oh my god, I wish I could just make my boss's head explode this one time. You yeah. really could. And no. then it just all goes back to normal and, and nothing, like, no consequences. I don't know if I want to do physical violence, but, like, yeah. psychological violence sounds good. Like, like I, I would want people to existentially be aware of their bullshit. Yeah. I, 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 this was not my question, part of the question, but I think I just had the, a moment of, like, if I had the power of the Q and I like the opposite side, if I had to give people gifts, what would I do? And I think honestly, it would just be like, like the certainty of no minor inconveniences, yeah. like no recording problems, yeah. only green works. lights. Everything you know. smooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like like I don't know. I like okay, but doing that, I don't know if you've seen um, Evan Almighty. Or is right. it no. Almighty? No, whatever? it's uh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Yes. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, so if you've seen Bruce Almighty, he like grants everybody's like <laughs> auto yes, yes. To all the wishes. Yeah, and so everybody like wins the lottery, but they only get like three dollars and fifty cents. Like, no, no. Yeah, that's why it's like minor inconvenience. Yeah, like, no yeah. minor inconveniences. Like yeah. you know, you won't have to change a flat tire for years. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. I've you're, changed two you're guarantees. Like I guarantee. That you won't throw up in the next twelve months. Oh, that's <laughs> See, know, I can unless that. you <laughs> needed to, like an emergency reset button, yeah. if you needed yeah. to throw up, you know. Yeah. Or, but no, I like the magic wand. Idea, honestly, it, like calories don't matter anymore. That would be great. Literal yeah. actual cheat days. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yes. you like, get one a month, but you have a cheat day where you can just shovel it in, <laughs> whatever you want, including plutonium. Because it doesn't matter. You can try I it. Try it. Lava. Try I including the cosmos. It won't hurt you, and it won't wreck your yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. Forbidden honey. <laughs> Forbidden honey. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> next time you're awaiting to move on and uh, meet uh, Counselor Troy's mom, yes, Waxana. For the first time, she becomes a very recurring character really? throughout the show. Oh, I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. She actually crosses over into other series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Season one, episode ten, Haven. And then uh, season one, episode 11, The Big Goodbye, uh, with the first reference to Dixon Hill, which also becomes sort of a recurring theme. There's another whole Dixon Hill episode. There's a whole oh. scene in one of the Next Generation episodes that just, like, is Dixon Hill really for like a little them. while. The yeah. mo- no, the movie. You meant I movie. Said movie. You didn't. You said one of the episodes. 
One of the movies. One of the movies. Yes. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what, it, it was in my. It was movies in my head. Yeah. And I was in your head, and I knew you didn't say it. Right, that's why so. I would take the cue gift from you because you yeah. know what, what's what's up. I'm looking out for you. Yeah, you are. And that's why I wouldn't mind her being. This is the yeah. God. Yeah. This, this yeah. is the cue gift. Yes, that's Aww. yeah. Yeah. The cue yeah. gift was inside us all the time. <laughs> it, was the, it was the podcast we made along the way. It was. <laughs> oh, that sounds. Different. So that's <laughs> the good God, and we have like. That may be good God, and definitely the bad God. I would be, I would be the one who has like the hero to villain arc, and then mm. in the end, they're like, oh, "I was the villain." That would be me. <laughs> I like to think that I would have the villain to maybe redeemed a little bit. If, 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 if the I, Loki arc. I'm if, like, haha, I'm an evil guy, but also all of your ice cream trucks are now made of frogs. If, I'm so evil. If, if I, <laughs> if, if I take, I, I just again, if I took the power. It would immediately be seen retroactively in history as just like the quickest spiral into chaos <laughs> and evil that has that could ever have occurred. Yeah. I'm sorry. And Mac would be just be like, nope. Yeah. Mac is the, the opting out god. Like yeah. I would do one thing for you, Mac. Batman would be real, but only while you're actively in Gotham City. So when he's like, welcome to Night Night Vale situations, where if you manage to find your way to Gotham, Batman is real. And then when you exit, they're just like, it's just a fucking comic book. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I would do. I mean, like list of like one to like an infinity. That's what your gift would be. No, on his birthday, he gets multiple gifts. Everyone gets multiple gifts. I want to give everybody gifts on their birthdays. Just like, all right, this is what I'm giving you. The god of many gifts. The right, what, what, what would my gift be then? Before we go there, see you next time. Bye! Bye! 